0: You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Don't be afraid. Hello, and welcome to your second mini episode of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're back. Here we are. We're here again. How you doing? It's
1: good. It's nice and chilly. We've got some yes. soup in the crock pot.
0: Yeah, things are good. And do you want to tell them what major milestone in New England terms that we completed today? Do you know
1: <laughs> Well, we like, you know, our house a uh, chilly, like, 55 to 60 degrees. Yeah, pretty much. So we had three air conditioners, like, bumping
0: all summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and our electric bill showed it, for sure.
1: Um, but we took all three out today. Yeah. The, you know, forecast looks like, you know, 50s to like low 60s is a high. And then obviously it gets super chilly, but I muscled all of them. Two you went did. to the basement
0: and one went to the attic. You're a superhuman. I was, you know, I, I followed behind you with the cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: My back I is going to be
0: so pissed tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to be in some pain tomorrow. But, you know, thank you for, for doing it. I don't need no man. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I even got the screen back in too. It's took like no cursing, no. It was very surprising. I expected a few fucks to fly through that process. The but screen
1: flew out the window and I had some magic hands
0: and swooped it back up. I really wish it was like the NFL where they could replay the tape and you could watch it in slow motion because it was really impressive to see you like bumble it and then get it and bring it back in. Because so meanwhile that was on
1: the second floor so we'd have to go outside and around the house. It's
0: true. You
1: know, yeah. Good work. Very agile. Thanks. Very agile hands you have there you know, madam. That's, that's my hygiene going to Warfare. Yeah, just using that dexterity. Good hand-eye coordination. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we've got a really kind of cool episode um today. It's a mini sode, so it's yeah. gonna be shorter. Um we're gonna do kind of some spooky stories, yeah. short stories. Uh, mine is a, an account, not my account, not anybody I know. Mm-hmm. Just I Googled like scariest stories ever and like most yeah. of them are not that scary. This one I
0: really was like, whoa. You did. I've not read it yet. So yeah. I don't I don't know what happened. It's pretty good.
1: Um. So I know you have a kind of different, yeah. Top, not
0: topic, but like you kind of have a cool story with yours. So why don't you? Yeah. Um. I when we said we wanted to do scary stories, I told. I think I mentioned it mentioned it to my dad, and he actually told me that I think it was my great uncle on his side. Um, was actually a writer and wrote a ghost story of a real experience that happened and like shipped us the book that it, it was in. So that's so cool. I've got kind of a, a family one to read and
1: that's super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Do you want to start? I just sure. I think that's You're a cool longer, story. I think and. Yeah, yeah. Yours is
0: longer than mine, so maybe better for me to start that. Sure, I'll
1: get my, I'll get my instrument,
0: instrument ready. ready. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, get those fluffy blankets. So this
1: was written by your like great uncle.
0: Yes, super cool. Okay. His name was uh, Jay Russell. Great. Yeah, and get your. Someone's bl- going to jail over there. Yeah, no, the right. boys are taking someone away. Hopefully, we <laughs> edited that out a little bit. Um, yes. So my uncle's name was Jay Russell, and this t- uh, story is entitled "The Ghost of Zood Road." And to put this in perspective, this would have taken place in Monticello, Mississippi. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'll put, I will do my best Aaron Mankey voice from lore to make this spooky. <laughs> we'll see. Which Caitlin has then decided is my like sex voice, which <laughs> <You're> like, hello. <laughs> if I were like a sex operator on a phone, that's how I would say. Remember you said that to your dad? <gasps> oh you my know, God, did I say? did. He, it was right after the podcast launched and he had listened to it and he said, I had a good um like Like speaking voice voice, yeah and I you know unfortunately I'm fairly sarcastic and very quick to it without thinking and I literally just looked at him and said well it's either podcasting or you know phone sex operator (laughs) so you know what are you gonna do he said well a
1: phone sex operator would have paid better (laughs) (laughs) probably not wrong (laughs) no anytime you do the voice it's just like like what's what's the Fifty Shades of Grey what's his name Mr. Grey Mr. Grey Christian Christian will see you now. <laughs> That's all I can picture. Oh my god! I'm
0: not doing the creepy voice. So. We could have an episode on how stupid that movie is alone, but <laughs> another day. Okay, sorry, interrupted right. you.
1: Let's hear it. The Ghost Again of Zood in my, Road. My
0: zone here. The Ghost of Zood Road. There have always been ghost stories, and I strongly suspect there will be always be such stories. Personally, I never believed in ghosts, but I must share with you an experience I had in 1952. It was in late winter after midnight and very dark. My wife and I were driving in separate cars on a narrow country road. She was four to five car lengths in front of me. The weather was cool but clear. Visibility could not have been better. We had been to her home in Brookhaven and were returning to my parents' home in the New Zion community. We were about two miles from our destination, traveling east on Zude Russell Road, when we came upon a strange sight. There was a female in a long white robe or shroud-like gown standing in the woods on our right about 25 feet from the road. White-skinned and middle-aged, she was facing east, looking straight ahead, although the headlights from the two cars covered her completely for four or five seconds. She did not seem to be aware of our presence or the car lights at any time. She did not move. She almost looked like a statue. Her gown robe was sparkling white with long pointed sleeves. Her hair was black neatly combed, and reached almost to her waist. Her facial features were very clear and easy to distinguish. She was not anyone either of us had seen. Bushes in this particular area were waist-high and very thick. Why didn't she try to avoid being seen? There were no other cars on the road. At the time of night, she should have easily heard the engine noise from our two cars as we approached, and also seen our car lights at least half a mile away. Under these circumstances, it would appear she was not concerned about being seen. Neither of us stopped, nor did we give any thought to stopping. The nearest house is at least 100 to 150 yards away. When we arrived at my parents' home a few minutes later, my wife was almost in hysterics. We both had the same immediate question, what was that? Many are amused by this story, but even today, 47 years later, my wife and I still have problems telling each other about the incident. Some have asked how we could remember so much detail with only having seen her for a few seconds. Since there were two of us, we each saw things the other did not. Also, this image appeared in my headlights almost as soon as it appeared in the headlights of the first car, allowing me to get a longer, more detailed view. For obvious reasons, most particulars about this incident will always be easy for us to recall. Whatever this was, it did not belong there. I am told that in recent years, three others, including a minister and his wife, have reported seeing this ghost all in the same general area. Maybe this should be expected. Since 1952, this road is frequently referred to by local residents as the Ghost Road. And seen.
1: And seen. Now, do you know if that's true? Like, did that really yeah. happen? to No, okay. my dad
0: said this. Talk- he is talking. I think he's passed away now. But right. But it's he- not fictional. That was No, that no. Really- this was a real experience oh. that they had. and not- reading it, I was amazed by his level of detail. Yeah. He's a very factual writer, very mm-hmm. to the point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you imagine you just roll mm-hmm. up and there's some bitch in a white gown, with, <laughs> you know, shimmery robes and yeah, no, that's sleeves. crazy. It
1: reminds me of the story. I think it was, I think it was our very first episode when I talked about the lady in white on Elmert 26. Oh, in that's Oxford. right. That's a, yeah. That, it's not called the Ghost Road like that, but there's a lady that's seen that you know I talked yeah. about. But that's crazy. I'd be freaked the fuck out. I
0: know, and it sounds like <clears throat> at least his wife was like she yeah. was losing it by the time they got to that house. I think I would be too. Yeah, absolutely. And just keep on driving. Don't 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 stop. stop. <laughs> just get on out of there.
1: <clears throat> yeah. No, that's crazy. That's yeah. that's really good. That's really cool. That was like by it's your, cool. Like, it's a family uncle. story. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mine is not not at all. All right. This is from the interwebs. This is from the interwebs. All
0: right. And this is a a long one.
1: It's, it's not that long. I
0: think it's it's like triple spaced. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure I can read each line real well.
1: Okay. So I'm going to start. Okay. It says, growing up poor in the deep South meant sharing a lot with my little brother, Ollie. Most often we passed toys, clothes, and skin conditions between us. (laughs) Up until he was six, we even shared a bed. Neither of us were happy about that. It was my 10th birthday when that changed. I got one present that year, and it was a bed of my own. Ollie was jealous right away, and I could understand why. He had to keep that half-broken-down frame with the worn-out mattress. The one I'd gotten wasn't much better, but not being broken and worn was enough. Sleeping apart was a great feeling. It was freedom. No longer would I have to suffer the sudden and inexplicable kicks to the stomach. No longer would I wake up with Ollie's foot pressed into my neck like he'd stepped on Dracula the night before. (laughs) At least that's what I thought. Right away, right after I got the new bed, the shriek started. Uh. (laughs) At first, I thought Ollie woke up in the middle of the night and screamed because he had gotten scared. Then the sound echoed through the tiny room again, and I knew it wasn't a normal cry. The room was always black as pitch after sunset. The one window we had was pressed against a long-leaf pine, and even the biggest, brightest moon cast no light inside. The shriek just about drove me crazy. Every night, probably at the same exact time, these sharp yelps would knock me right out of my dreams. It wasn't my mom or dad yelling, either. I knew what that sounded like, believe me. Most worrying of all was the fact I could never tell where it was coming from. It seemed completely random. One night it'd come from somewhere near the closet. The (laughs) next it'd shoot out from a corner of the ceiling. Uh, Any hope I'd have of having my own space would get dashed every time Ollie would silently slip into bed with me, shaking like crazy. He'd clasp onto me and wouldn't let go until it was almost daybreak. Most times I'd take his hand, tell him everything was going to be okay, that it'd be over by morning, but I was never really sure. One time the shriek started changing. At first it was only by small degrees, but eventually it took on the primal hooting sound of a primate calling out its fierce warning. I had to clasp pillows to my ears just to keep from going deaf. Mom and dad never believed me or Ollie, because the thing, whatever it was, refused to make a peep when they were in the room. Apparently, they couldn't even hear it through the walls, even though it was damn sure loud enough. The shriek got worse and worse until I felt like I couldn't take it anymore. Me and Ollie were doing really bad in school, and we just had no energy at all. I could sleep more deeply with my head propped up and eyes open in the middle of class than in my own room at night. Then, thankfully, we moved out of the house nearly a year later. I had contemplated all sorts of things, even a child's clumsy concept of suicide. To get away from the horrific nightly noise. There was no problem at the next house. It was a nice white cookie cutter home on a dead end street, and I welcomed the normalcy. What's more, when we moved in, there was a bunk bed waiting for me and Ollie. No more broken bed, no more second bed, I ended up having to share anyway. The only problem was deciding who'd get the top bunk. I told Ollie I deserved it. After all, I had gotten a new bunk or a new bed way back, and he ruined it by climbing in every night. What? He shook his head. I never did that. I had always wondered why the noise stopped the second I was sharing my bed. Now I had the answer. Oh, shit. (laughs) So baby brother was not going in the room at night.
0: Well, first, a couple thoughts on that. First twist ending, for (laughs) one. So nicely done. Um, Two, I got a little shady. This kid is a little shady about his little descriptions because, you know, he's like, well, I got a brand new bed, but, oh, my brother had – it was his brother. that still yeah, had uh, the janky, bed, the little right? bed. Yep. Yeah, and two, he's like, "Well, I could hear my, I knew what my parents yelling sounded like." I'm like a little salty, okay? <laughs> Throwing a <little> shade. Salty. <laughs> um. Yeah. Creepy, right? So, I mean, I'm just, I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, I know there's no way to know, but yeah, oh. like thought it was his brother crawling in the bed, but like, hell <laughs> no. <laughs> and let me tell you what, because I saw Paranormal Activity, and I crawled up <laughs> in that bed with Gabby Seymour so fast. That it was not even funny, and to think that that was some shrieking banshee rolling up in there with <laughs> me. Uh mm
1: Yeah, I thought that was a really good one. You know, there's a lot of corny ones online that I went through, and like this yeah. one kind of was just like,
0: oh, like well, real or it not? It's it, like, yeah, yeah, it was just like, oh. Like, well, I think the twist crazy. ending really gets you because, like, otherwise the story's kind of like it's scary, but it's yeah. like your normal thing. Like, obviously yeah. something's going on in the house or with the bed, mm-hmm. but then they move either that or Ollie's like. Some like psychotic little monster, Ooh, <laughs> Some yeah. monster brother.
1: Ooh, maybe that's a good theory. Uh, you yeah. were an evil. You, well, the ba- when you were the babysitter, I always just loved the story of you like breaking off the arm of the Barbie and like tossing it under the door.
0: We won't go into that story. <laughs> <laughs> I had my tactics to get. I never hurt any child. Thank you. I was. I just got had to be creative sometimes to get my way. You do now shrieking like a banshee in someone's room is <laughs> not part of my deal. So that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a really good one. Yeah, I liked it. I would say you you hit the the lottery on that one. Pretty good
1: reading. I didn't know get nervous. Was... Like it brings me back to times and like middle. I'd like read the like. I'd count like yes, how many yes. paragraphs ahead. had of this
0: for my anxiety again in life because. <laughs> I would, and then she would like skip over someone. And I'd be like, "Oh uh, shit!" Well, then they
1: like caught on, and they're like popcorn, and it was just like boom, yeah, Fucking
0: hated <laughs> popcorn. popcorn. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> teachers of America, <laughs> for those with anxiety, popcorn reading is sent to you from the depths of hell because God forbid you mispronounce a word. It's yeah. just like, well, I'm done. I'm like, was, just fail me now.
1: <laughs> there was a meme the other day, and it was it was like talking like, where did your anxiety begin, or yeah. things like. You know, like that in school, and it was this girl, and she was like, yeah, this girl was reading aloud and, like, said orgasm instead of organism, and the teacher said, like, don't worry, in two weeks, nobody will forget, and they're like, yeah, I'm, like, 29 now, so that was, like, 20 years ago, and I definitely remember, like, yeah, Maria, I remember. I
0: remember the time you said orgasm instead of organism. Oh, my God, that is awful. I don't think I ever did that.
1: (laughs) No, not that bad. I would stumble a little bit, but I think I've always been a good reader. Yeah. Better in my head than like out loud.
0: No, in my head I sound like friggin' Aaron Mankey <laughs> off of Lore with the like <laughs> ominous music behind me. And then in real life I'm like, and oh, that he me Because in my head I sound a lot better and I sound nasally to some reason when I listen.
1: I don't like my voice either. I'm like, I don't sound like that. I'm like, oh, am I that annoying?
0: So two people who don't like their voices said, hmm, let's make a podcast. Let's record it for the world to hear. <laughs> Um, and that is the origin origin story of cool friends folks
1: <laughs> that's funny yeah well good good little mini sewed. we yeah. thought it was kind of something fun absolutely got more stuff coming up more mini-sodes more episodes yeah. we're
0: just rocking and rolling we are rocking and rolling it's a three-day weekend so you know we're about to yeah, get some girl. stuff done on monday yeah
1: i mean we were like full on adulting today we went got up
0: oh, got exhausted. groceries
1: <laughs> I'm tired. Got groceries. Yep. Got oil changes. Yep. Took the air conditioners out.
0: Yep. Had to go get the car again. Yep. Go pick the car back up. It's been a big day. What a day. I'm, I'm ready to eat like daunting. pizza and like drink bitch, cider I made soup spiked. What you
1: asked for? I made you soup. Oh. We're not getting pizza, you bitch. <laughs> you asked for
0: this. <laughs> I forgot about the soup. I'm sorry. No, I do want soup because it's cold. And I'm shade. Ready. <laughs> that was straight. Shade. I didn't mean to shade you. I'm sorry. I'm just saying that I need to do something juvenile now because you've yeah. been too adulty all it's day. It's true. Let's go make margaritas. All right, that okay. sounds good. All right. Well, I guess I'll wrap her up with the housekeeping then. Yeah. Or do you want to do it? No. Okay. No popcorn. No <laughs> popcorn, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm about to get up out of this chair and run. <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. All I know is that there's the Facebook.
0: There's always a lot of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Caitlin's Creation, the Facebook Ghoul Friends Podcast page. Yep. Go visit it. There were some very cute dog pictures put there the other day. <laughs> Go check those out because they're adorable and our cute dog is on there. Yep. Um, other ways to reach us is by email, CoolFriendsPodcast at gmail.com Our Instagram at ghoulfriendspodcast or Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. <laughs>
1: So, girlfriends, 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 girlfriends. <laughs> right, or
0: carrier pigeon, or message in a bottle. I don't care. Just send those messages in because we love hearing from you. Yeah. And if you want to hear more things, I would say too about us because I know we just did the coming out episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know if you want like a Q and A or if you want to hear the cute story of how we met. Hello. It actually is a good story, but let us know. We can definitely do those things in the future. Yeah. All right, you ready gonna wrap her up. Let's do it. All right. For now, I'm Celeste
1: and I'm Caitlin
0: and we're your girlfriends.